Coming to you live from an underground bunker in an undisclosed, secure location, this is the Over 50 Health and Wellness Show. Please submit your retinal scan for identity verification in order to proceed. Hello and welcome to the Over 50 Health and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin English. I'm the founder of The Silver Edge, and our mission is to help you build and maintain a lean, healthy body that you love for the rest of your life, so you can show up in the second half of your life as the healthiest, strongest, most vital version of yourself. Today, we have another episode of The Coach's Corner, so no guest, it's just me, and we'll be back next week with our normal interview format. But today, I want to talk to you folks about the propaganda war that is going on right now over our health and how it's escalating at a scary rate. Sides are being drawn, and I want to invite you to join the Rebel Alliance that is preparing to fight back. Okay, let's get on with today's show. The lizard people don't want you to listen to this episode. All right, folks, we're going to have some fun with this. I had a completely different topic scheduled for today, but I'm not going to lie, I got triggered by a crazy post on social media this week, so we're going to talk about the lizard people instead. And this is the post I saw. It was a headline from The Telegraph, which bills itself as UK's news website of the year, and the headline reads, Carbon Footprint of Homegrown Food Five Times Greater Than Those Grown Conventionally. I mean, seriously. Now, I couldn't read this entire article because you had to subscribe, and there's no way I'm giving these idiots my money. But I want you to just try and imagine a universe where this statement is even remotely true. I don't know if you've ever been on a large-scale industrial farm or if you've ever seen one. If you haven't, just Google large-scale industrial farm or large-scale agriculture. But these are not eco-friendly places, not even a little bit. And what conventionally grown typically means is industrial monocropping, with huge pieces of agricultural machinery spraying pesticides and herbicides, chemicals so nasty that the workers in these fields need to wear literal hazmat suits. And yet, I'm to believe that my organic vegetable garden, or the fruits and vegetables grown for your local farmer's markets for that matter, are five times more detrimental to the environment. Now, if this was the only batshit crazy piece of media I saw recently, I probably wouldn't be here ranting and raving about this, but let's back up. It seems to me there is a war brewing. It's a war for our health, our wallets, and our independence. And you and I are rebels. Like, as in Star Wars, we are fighting the evil empire. Now, before we go any further, I'm going to let you know, I am desperately trying not to get sucked down a conspiracy theory rabbit hole. But every day I feel like I'm becoming a little bit more and more shall we say, radicalized. I don't know if you've seen that movie, The Social Dilemma. And if you haven't, you really, really should. I think it's on Netflix or somewhere like that. But it's a movie about the insidious nature of social media, which, frankly, I'm surprised the lizard people even let that one air. But in that movie, that documentary, there was this this fictionalized normal kid. And over time, he becomes extremely radicalized by the social media's algorithm rhythm, spoon feeding him this 
content that confirmed his, basically his existing biases. And that's literally me right now. I'm trying to stay calm and somewhat objective and not get completely sucked into the tinfoil hat society, but things are so crazy right now, and I'm afraid they're only getting crazier. The center of this war seems to be based around health and independence and, of course, money. In other words, the lizard people want us fat, sick, and unhealthy. They want us distracted and confused. They definitely want us divided. I mean, look at what's happening here in the U.S. We've never been more divided. We're culturally divided in a way that's just unprecedented, and I'm afraid it's only going to get worse. So I'm recording this in January of 2024. This is an election year for us, and it looks right now as if our choices are actually going to be either Joe Biden or Donald Trump. I mean, that's a recipe for a nation divided right there. But seriously, those are our choices? There's over 300 million people living in the U.S., and those are the two most qualified people to represent this great country? I'm telling you, the lizard people are rubbing their claws and licking their eyes with glee. Now, let's talk for a minute about one of our most basic necessities, and that's food. The lizard people want to control our food supply. In other words, they want us to be 100% dependent on them in order to nourish our bodies, a very basic biological need, hence wackadoodle propaganda narratives like growing your own vegetables is five times worse for the environment than conventional agriculture. And the gloves seem to be coming off. The lizard people are no longer working in the realm of innuendo and subtleties. Their new warfare seems to be outright lies. Cows are bad for the environment and meat is bad for your health. I mean, seriously? What? And it gets even crazier. So there's this woman named Carol Adams, and she's speaking at something called the Oxford Union. And she gets up to the podium and with a perfectly straight face in front of a large audience proceeds to talk about why we need to move beyond meat. In other words, we need to give up as a world eating meat altogether. And why should we do this? Because when we eat meat, and look, I'm not making this up. This, these are her words. When we eat meat, we're contributing to a white supremacist patriarchal worldview. Now, she goes on to reference her book, which is titled The Sexual Politics of Meat. Yeah. You heard that correctly. You didn't mishear me. The sexual politics of meat. And then she talks about eating meat as the new colonialism. I mean, just listening to this is surreal. When I first heard it, I wasn't sure I wasn't being punked. I'm like, wait, is this like fake news? Is this, is this real? I mean, it hurts my brain watching this. I feel like Mugatu and Zoolander when he says he feels like he's taking crazy pills. I'll put a link to that video, uh, in the show notes here. If anybody's interested in listening to that and just seeing how far some of this rhetoric is going. And then when we add on top of that, there's proposed legislation to actually cull cows in places like Ireland. And cull, by the way, is just a code word for kill. And this is seriously on the table. They're seriously considering this. And they're not killing these cows because they have mad cow disease or something like that. They're considering killing these cows because they're bad for the environment. They're trying to reach these greenhouse gas emission goals, which is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. But their plan is 
to kill a whole bunch of cows. The idea being that cow farts are destroying the environment and must be stopped if we're to survive as a species on this earth. But according to the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, only 10% of all greenhouse gas emissions come from all agriculture put together, with power, industry, and transportation making up three-quarters of all greenhouse gas emissions. And of that 10% of total greenhouse gas emissions from agriculture, the EPA goes on to say that the impact of livestock production in the U.S. on greenhouse gas emissions is 4.2%, with 2.2% coming from beef cattle and one4 coming from dairy cattle and the remaining amount coming from other livestock. So according to the EPA, only 2.2% of greenhouse gas emissions are coming from the beef we eat. And here's another fun thought experiment. Back in the 1800s, there were an estimated 30 to 50 million buffaloes in the Great Plains of the United States, compared with an estimated 29 million beef cows today and another 9.4 million dairy cows currently in the U.S., So are we then to believe that buffalo farts are that much more earth-friendly than cow farts? And if so, great news, problem solved. Let's just all switch to eating bison. I'm game. Let's do it. Now, to be clear, I'm all for the environment. I want to protect the environment, even at the cost of human progress. Once upon a time, I actually considered myself to be an environmentalist. I am not a climate change denier. I, in fact, personally believe that climate change is real. And furthermore, I believe that humans are contributing to climate change negatively. But now that the lizard people have jumped in here and convinced us that their industrial machinery isn't the real problem, and they might want to huddle up with the folks over at the EPA to have them revise those statistics since well over 75% of all greenhouse gases is coming from industry and not from these cow farts, but we're being led to believe that meat is public enemy number one, especially when it comes to the environment. How strange. Now, why might this be? Why demonize meat? beef especially, in a world where nutrient-dense whole foods are rapidly being replaced by ultra-processed crap, food-like substances, what's in it for the lizard people? The answer is simple. It's money. Lots and lots of money, like as in billions, as in trillions of dollars. Now look, nobody's getting rich off cows. There are no billionaire farmers. And when you and I eat real whole foods, we're not only healthy, but we're vital. And that makes us a threat to the empire. Think about this. Here in the U.S., it is illegal to sell raw dairy in most states. So in other words, I can't go here. I live in North Carolina. It's illegal for me to go and buy real raw milk, milk that's not been pasteurized or homogenized. I have to buy it illegally underground. But it's not only legal to advertise and sell Coca-Cola to kids, but turn on the TV to watch your favorite sports team and you'll be bombarded with beer advertisements. But you'll go to jail for selling raw milk. Something's wrong. But there are people making billions from processed foods and even more from us being sick and fat as a result of eating these foods. We become customers for life to Big Pharma. We become cash cows. And I think that the lizard people's interest in demonizing meat is this. If they can convince us that meat is bad for the planet, then they can save us with products like lab-grown meat. And the biggest advantage of lab-grown meat is this. It isn't how environmentally friendly it is, because lab-grown meat doesn't fart, right? But it's that it can be patented. 
Unfortunately, nobody's figured out how to patent a cow yet, but you can damn sure patent lab-grown meat and you can get very, very, very rich selling it. But of course, the lizard people aren't a one-trick pony. Convincing us that cows grazing in pastures are a dire environmental threat is just the tip of the iceberg. As mentioned, they are slowly but surely eroding our food supply. Not just convincing us that meat is bad, but that we should replace those nutrient-dense calories with processed foods, industrially monocropped fruits and vegetables that are grown in nutrient-depleted soil, covered in herbicides and pesticides, and bred for sweetness and shelf life, so much so that they no longer even vaguely resemble their original ancestors. Our entire culture is set up to make us overweight and sick, from the food we eat to our easy sedentary lifestyles, so we can feed the medical and pharma machine. So let's put this into perspective when I talk about the medical and pharma machine. In 2020 alone, Big Pharma spent over $4.5 billion on advertising in one year. This makes up approximately 75% of all ad spend. Let that sink in. $4.5 billion on advertising in a year alone, in advertising drugs. And that 75% of all ad spend goes towards big pharma advertisement. And I want to put that number, that $4.5 billion, into perspective. A million seconds is approximately 12 days. A billion seconds is 31.7 years worth of seconds. That's how much bigger a billion is than a million. I think a lot of times we hear words like, oh, it's, you know, 4.5 billion. Wow, that sounds like a lot. It is. It's a ridiculous amount of money. And speaking of ridiculous amounts of money, in 2022, worldwide pharma revenues were $1.48 trillion. Okay, I just told you a billion seconds is 31.7 years worth of seconds. A trillion is 31,688 years worth of seconds. But all of that is chump change compared to what the U.S. alone spends on medical each year. 4.5 trillion in one year and growing. And here's the real kicker. The NIH, that's the National Institute of Health here in the U.S., estimates that 85% of all healthcare costs in the U.S. are attributable to lifestyle disease. In other words, these are diseases that are curable. That is, they are preventable. They're curable by lifestyle modification. But big pharma and big medicine are in the business of trying to cure preventable diseases because that's where the cash is. That's how you please Wall Street. That's how you please shareholders. And with enormous numbers like this, it's not hard to see why the lizard people are laughing all the way to the bank. They encourage us to eat shitty food, live passive sedentary lives. Then as we get sick, they turn us into customers for life by prescribing us medications for our symptoms while never addressing the underlying cause. And it gets worse. Not only is our food supply making us sicker and sicker, but we're being marketed and sold toxins in the form of skincare, hygiene, beauty, and cleaner homes. Everything from our water to our toothpaste and deodorant to plastic water bottles that we love so much to our laundry detergent and cleaning supplies are chock full of endocrine disruptors and toxic chemicals. Note that the lizard people have a very clever argument for us here, and it goes something like this, and you may have heard this. 
That tiny amount of toxin, your body can detox that. That little bit of aluminum in your underarm deodorant, your body is built to detox that. You're making a mountain out of a molehill. Okay, fair enough. Although your toothpaste may contain a warning that says, if swallowed, call poison control immediately. But let's just go with that theory of, hey, it's just a tiny, you know, the poison is in the dose and it's just such a small dose. Why are you worried about it? Your body can easily handle that toxin load. It's made to detox. But it's the ubiquitousness of these toxins. And it's the constant combination of them that are overloading our body's ability to detox. And by now you may be thinking, Kev, aren't you afraid the lizard people might tune in here and try and cancel you or deplatform you or come after you? And aren't you poking the hornet's nest here? And the sad answer is no, not really. My industry, the health, fitness, nutrition industry is in such shambles that we actually feed the beast as much as we try to combat it. Let's face it. What are we going to do? Those of us in the health, nutrition, fitness space, convince everyone to start eating real whole foods and exercising? Yeah, right. I don't think the lizard people are really scared. They're not quaking in their lizard boots by a long shot. We're a joke to them. We can't even get a cohesive message of what healthy lifestyle is, what it looks like. We're fractured and we're divided. We're in these separate camps. Intermittent fasting, keto, vegan, carnivore, low carb, high carb, low fat, high fat. The lizard people have infiltrated our ranks and keep us separated in different camps. And it makes us less of a threat and it keeps the population confused. But think for a minute, what would happen if we all got healthy? If every single person in the United States alone decided that they were going to take ownership of their health, that they were going to get fit, strong, and healthy, seriously, what would happen? Would it cause complete and total breakdown of our society? Remember that we said that U.S. healthcare costs are $4.5 trillion and that 85% of that spend is preventable. Well, what if we all prevented it? What if tomorrow we all decided, hey, we're done, we're all going to get healthy? I know this is crazy talk, but bear with me for a minute. That would be a loss of $3.8 trillion to our medical system. Imagine the hit that big pharma companies would take if all of a sudden we didn't need to be on these meds for the rest of our lives. Would that be utopia or would that be chaos? And who are these lizard people that we're talking about here? So I've had fun referring to the lizard people, clearly, little tongue-in-cheek here, but sometimes I feel like that's really what's happening. I think that maybe in the center of our Earth or way out in outer space somewhere, there's actually these lizard people overlords and they're pulling the puppet strings. And I'm not going to lie, it really, really feels that way sometimes. But the lizard people is corporate greed. It's the pursuit of progress at all costs. The lizard people are you and I every time we choose convenience over health. It's a sick and perverse, self-perpetuating, too-big-to-fail system. It's modern culture. It's the instant gratification culture. It's our propensity to buy now and pay later. It's our choosing modernity over tradition. It's better living through science. It's convenience and ease. It's keeping up with the Joneses. All right, fellow rebels, let's bring this home on a high note. If you've listened this far, you are ready to join the resistance, to choose the red pill. It's time to leave the matrix behind. Let's put a game plan in place. First things first, to the best of your ability, inform yourself. Find credible dissident voices and dive deep. Read books, read blogs, listen to podcasts, become your own healthcare advocate. 
Make the decision to get healthy and to stay healthy. Come to terms with being the weird health nut in your family or friend group. When all else fails and you're feeling overwhelmed by the vomit of conflicting information, look back at tradition. I'm all for progress, but it comes at a price. Remember that you are a human animal and you have human biological animal needs. And if you really want to piss off the empire and the lizard people, eat real food. Eat locally grown and locally harvested if possible. Heck, if you have a yard, be a rebel and plant a garden. Get to know the farmers at your local farmer's market. Make friends with them. Ask if you can visit their farm sometime. You might even get lucky and find one who is willing to illegally sell you raw milk. Get strong and stay strong. As Mark Ripito is fond of saying, strong people are harder to kill. And not just harder to kill in hand-to-hand -hand combat for the coming rebel insurrection, but from disease and falls. Take ownership of your health and invest in your health. Chronic diseases are, in almost all cases, completely preventable and in your hands. We don't need big pharma or big medicine, and we certainly don't need big food companies when it comes to preventing and stopping and even reversing chronic disease. Beware of the propaganda and prepare for the rhetoric to only get more intense. But most of all, I want you to normalize chasing optimal health, to be strong, healthy, and vital, to be an ambassador for healthy aging, and to recognize propaganda that is clearly designed to deteriorate your health. I want you to break free of the medical pharma food complex to choose health over convenience. I want you to join me in a unified movement of strong, healthy humans that refuse to live the rest of our lives sick and unhappy. Okay, fellow rebels, that concludes today's secret podcast. I want to remind you that a bunch of us dissidents hang out over in a secret Facebook group called the Over 50 Lean Body Blueprint, and we'd love to have you join us there. I'll put links to that group and everything we talked about in the show notes. You folks can find that over at silveredgefitness.com slash 265. As we wrap up our time together today, you can show your support for this show in two important ways. The first is to tell a friend about this podcast and encourage them to give it a listen. The second is for you YouTube folks to please click the like and subscribe buttons. The lizard people really hate that. And for you podcast folks to please give this podcast a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on and be sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future dissident episodes. I really appreciate you spending your time with me today. And until next time, stay strong.